Good afternoon. Welcome to Long Live the First Amendment and Free Speech Podcast. Free Press Media Press Inc. sponsors this podcast. I'm Andrew Bichard. Today I read the case Keller v. State, 606 SW 2D 931, Texas Court of Criminal Appeals, 1980. Friends and fans, don't waste time because the First Amendment calls you to advance it and take it to the next level. So let's charge. What happened in this case? Let's read from the record. It says, quote, This is an appeal from a conviction for commercial obscenity, BTCA, Penal Code Section 4323. After punishment was assessed at 30 days and a $500 fine, appellant was placed on probation. End quote. Like I always like to mention to my dear audience, we need to adjust that for inflation. So let's find out what it was in today's dollars. I plugged the $500 into the CPI inflation calculator of the Bureau of Labor's of the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, and that is approximately $1,515.21 in today's dollars. So consider that for an obscenity offense. This trial boiled down to whether they should have excluded this witness from speaking at the trial. This witness was an expert. It doesn't state his expertise. I don't know if he's a sociologist or a psychologist, but something like that, some type of expert in those fields where he knows about obscenity and the area. So they wanted to include testimony about how he perceived the movie Deep Throat and the film in question Oversex Secretary in relation to the contemporary community standards at the time. In obscenity trials, contemporary community standards is a big deal because in Miller versus California, the standard, the landmark that determined the obscenity decisions in these trials, they stated you have to consider contemporary community standards. A key phrase. Have any of the old timers seen Deep, Thro- Deep Throat or Oversex, Oversex sex- Secretary? If you have, let me know what you think about those films and whether you think they are obscene. I've heard about Deep Throat. I did not hear about Oversex Secretary until I read this trial. In the testimony they wanted to include, he was arguing that Deep Throat was viewed by many people. He said close to 750,000 people. So he thought that determined, that was an indicator of society's acceptance for it. And I do think that's a good case for the matter. As the decision noted, quote, It will be noticed that the definition of obscenity incorporates a test of contemporary community standards. It was on this issue that the excluded testimony was presented, end quote. Exactly. So to me, this is good testimony that they need to include.
they did note that it's possible he could have not known the exact figures and it was maybe just a guess but nevertheless it still could have been presented and if the government didn't like it they could have objected to it so they note quote in this case the statistical evidence of community patronage of the movie deep throat was offered as circumstantial evidence of contemporary community standards. Widespread attendance indicates community acceptance. We find such evidence was largely relevant to the issue. End quote. I agree entirely. When we have obscenity trials of our own, we need to include these community standards. They might just tip it over into our favor. Here it says he's a sociologist. So there we go. I've studied in that field, so I understand how that goes. So they're suggesting here that testimony could have noted how that film Oversex, Oversex Secretary was not too different from Deep Throat or the community standards in general. So they ultimately conclude the following. Quote, because the evidence was erroneously excluded, the judgment must be reversed. The judgment is reversed and the cause remanded. End quote. There you go. Way to use the court system in favor of the First Amendment and in favor of overturning obscenity laws. That's what we like to see. So let's take this tactic to mind and see how we can apply it when we are called to fight like Keller was called. Hopefully, Keller did not commit any heinous offenses in his lifetime. If he did not, and we'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he did not, we can conclude he is either in First Amendment heaven or headed there, which is where we need to go. How will you advance the First Amendment, freedom of speech, and third parties today? Long live the First Amendment and free speech. Goodbye.